Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spiritualized Podcast with your host, me, Jess Fenton. And I've got a delicious topic for you today, which is diving into being much more in our feminine energy and activating that magnetism, receiving more, feeling nourished, um, essentially just feeling more radiant, more glowy, and ultimately getting what it is we would really like to get in life. So I'll be looking at this from the angle of relationship, but this can apply to business as well. So let's dive in, and we're going to be speaking about a number of things. This is going to be an episode packed full to the brim of everything to do with being more feminine, more magnetic, more in our emotional core stability, where we're just moving with the sense of power um, and just ultimately feeling just amazing. Now, I've been speaking a lot about boundaries recently in past uh, episodes of the Spiritualized podcast. And it is within these boundaries that we are able to really step into our feminine energy. We're obviously a, a combination of masculine and feminine energy within. And sometimes we can get too much in the masculine, especially in the way for a lot of us, you know, in the way that society is set out, especially if you have your own business, that you can enter more into the masculine. You'll also see this in with relationships and friendships, that when those very deep boundaries aren't where they should be, then we can activate our masculine energy by mistake. Not the good masculine energy, but that masculine energy, which is alert and analyzing and the logical mind, looking, looking for danger, essentially. And so we're going to really step out of that so that in your, your existence of being a woman or in your feminine energy, you're just going to feel so solid and anchored and grounded and just feel so good. Now, what is happening often when we go into the uh, activated masculine energy where we're a little bit on alert Usually that's coming from relationships. Something's happened in one of our relationships or throughout different, you know, friendships or whatever it may be, where there's some cognitive dissonance. There's something that is causing us mental stress or we're overthinking something, we're analyzing something, we're wondering why someone's doing something in a certain way. And from that, we'll ultimately create stories and then make assumptions, usually not true because these stories and assumptions tend to be based on our past history, our patterns. And depending where our frequency is, if the frequency or vibration has dropped, then we will tune into those patterns within us that have hold uh, more of a negative storyline. Of course, when we're very much in a higher frequency, which is that state of Sartori, or can be known as a state of oneness, there's so many different names for it, but essentially in that higher state of consciousness, no matter what is going on around us or how people are behaving around us, we're able to not go into that mental stress of um, overanalyzing or creating stories. Um, and then so what happens is we ultimately, we ultimately come into 
uh, positive stories and positive assumptions. Now, what tends to happen is someone is going to be doing something that doesn't really fit with the standard that we hold for ourselves. Now, at a primal level, we all have a fear of abandonment. And so with this, it's going to be, you know, on a continuum, everyone's going to be at a different, a different stage of this, some more fearful than others. But ultimately, we will lower our boundaries, lower our standards in order to people please or give to make sure that we hold that, that person or people in our lives. That leads us to come into a state of being where we've we're not in our highest integrity. We are accepting a behavior or accepting something that doesn't really fit with what it is we'd like to, to receive in life or um, it, it's just not fitting with our, our version of reality that we'd ultimately like. So let's just go a little bit more into these boundaries. I've been speaking about boundaries in the last few episodes of the Spiritualized podcast. Now, when I talk about boundaries, I'm not talking about the sort of harsh, forced, masculine type of boundary. It's much softer. It's just a it's an invisible structure of energy within you that is has a softness, but it has this this tenseless tensile, I don't know if that's the right word, this tensile quality where it has this structure and a, it's a structure that can, has some flexibility, but it's it's got a softness to it. It's got a compassion. It's got all of these lovely elements to it, but it's got strength. It's got power. It's got a sense of this is the standard I hold for myself um, and I'm not prepared to lower that standard for anybody else. If someone wants to be in my space or be in my life, then they have to just come up to the standard that I hold for myself. So when we start to look at this feminine energetics from this standpoint, we're ultimately getting rid of this cognitive dissonance, this this mental stress that we can pick up when we have lowered our stand a little bit or we have lowered our value or we have um, let a boundary be uh, sort of moved to a place that doesn't really hold us at our, at our highest uh, frequency. And so with this, the the masculine within us gets activated, not not the masculine that is um, really secure and grounded and all-knowing. It's more the the masculine that is a bit on edge, analyzing, um, going into logic, trying to figure stuff out. Why is this person doing this? Why are they saying that? Why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they saying that? And we then send our energy, our psychic thoughts out into the external reality. We send our energy out to another person. This is where we start to get a little bit fragmented in ourselves, and we're pulling ourselves out of wholeness. Now, once we pull ourselves out of wholeness, we become less capable as manifestors because it is within wholeness 
that we can manifest anything because we're no longer in separation from it. So we start to see that this, this topic that we're talking about is ultimately so vital because it's about what we can manifest in our lives or how we can let our reality unfold with such ease and grace and pleasure and with everything that we want in our reality just unfolding before us. There's never a need to go and get something. There's never a need to chase something. There's never anything outside of ourselves. But we need to understand where we're separating, where we're separating from ourselves. And this is one of those points where when we put our energy and our thoughts into somebody else as to why are they behaving like that? Why are they saying that? Why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? All of those things. And we're creating stories. And depending on how much anxiety there is, there can be a lot of overthinking. And this can ultimately lead into a spiral and take you into all sorts of realms that aren't comfortable, that don't feel good, that take you away from your power, from your femininity, from your magnetism, and ultimately from the ability to really receive everything you want in life. So as we look at the masculine, this masculine being activated within us, where we have to be on alert, we have to overthink things, we have to analyze, essentially to, to feel that we're protected. This is going to take us into cognitive dissonance and it's going to take us out of our feminine energy. Now we have to... Um, ultimately what's happening here is we come out of that feminine energy we can't be fully relaxed we can't be in our radiance can't be all glowy can't just be in that that feminine energy where there's nothing to worry about it's just it's just a case of being and receiving and all of that that pleasure we get from being a woman in in feminine energy now it is within our radiance. So radiance is a frequency that we hold. Radiance is so important. Radiance is, people overlook radiance as one of the vital components to having a reality and an exist existence that feels amazing. So within your radiance, you if you're feeling radiant, if you are not in this cognitive dissonance, if you've got, actually, before I speak about the radiance, let's just go a little bit back into the boundaries. As I was saying, it's not this forceful keeping people out. It's much more of, if well, if you remember what I was saying, it was, it's not a no to other people. It's a no to yourself. What are you a no to? Uh, manifestation is more about what you're a no to rather than what you're a yes to sometimes. So it's what are you a no to? What will you, what is it that you feel lowers your standard or you feel lowers, lowers your quality of life or you feel puts uh, yourself out of integrity or you enter part of a relationship that just doesn't feel good. It feels like maybe you're overgiving or that someone is, you know, taking too much, or there's not a balance, there's not this balance. And there's definitely not this feeling of the masculine just wanting to give everything to you, just really being there at, you know, at your service. So I had this example, and apologies if you've already heard it in yesterday's um, 
episode, but I was standing in Covent Garden a few years ago and I'd seen this couple, uh, looked like a Swedish couple, and they were in, looked about late 50s. They were so glowy, glowy. They looked wealthy. They looked happy. They looked in love. Uh, the the energy between them just felt so good. And so I was observing them from across the the other side of where the street performer was and so interested in what their story was, what their energy was. And this is what the energy, this is the energy that came through is that they looked like they'd been married, you know, since young. They looked like they had children who were really thriving and successful. They looked like they had a home that was beautiful and, you know, just filled with a lot of love and uh, it just just looked very nice. And so as I noticed this, I I saw that the you know he he seemed very protective of her and she just seemed to be radiating this extreme feminine energy she just looked and it wasn't about looks it, she just looked so pretty and feminine and relaxed and of course he she must have completely trusted in him and he was there you know looking after her providing for her and this is where we go a little bit deeper with this because ultimately what I'd seen was that she was the leader in this dynamic, not from a forceful masculine place of like, I'm the boss and I'm going to sort of take control of this family and tell everyone what to do and lead the way, but from this very quiet place, this sort of sovereign place. So I could see that he would lead, he would take the leadership of the family but he was taking it from her cues he was taking it from her high standards and her integrity and her boundaries and so you know he probably would have seen her as his counsel um, that if he had any problems that he would always know that she was just going to come up with a really good solution or answer or maybe that he would actually he would come up with it but she would be there in this very secure grounded feminine state of of like a sovereign a sovereign archetype and so it is in her standard and holding that standard for herself, not for anybody else, just that this is the standard I hold. And from there, he will have come in and given her and provided for her at the level that she desired. And then that also lifts his frequency up. It lifts his standards up as well. So I found that very interesting how it's it's the woman that is ultimately the leader but from a very quiet, silent, soft place. Uh, not for, You wouldn't really notice it um, on the surface level because he would be in his masculine energy, really leading the family, but she would have this, this solidness to it. Um, and so where this comes in is if she's holding those really high standards for herself, never asking anyone else to change, just saying to herself, this is my standard. And for anyone to be in my 
frequency and entrain into my frequency, they need to be able to hold the standard as well. This lets her be in her radiant energy. Once you're in your radiant energy, you create this core emotional stability within yourself. So now no matter what chaos is going around you, what any what all this crazy stuff that being human just presents itself with challenges in life, you're able just to be so strong in your core. There was this interviewer who said he had spent a lot of time with billionaires and whenever things got really bad, like, you know, there was just like everyone was freaking out around the billionaire, the billionaire would just go calm. So the more chaos there was around him or her, the calmer that person would get. And so that's the feminine energy. The more chaotic, the more children are kicking off or the husband is, you know, got some suffering with some sort of problem at work or whatever it is, she's able just to hold this strength and to not get reactive. And that emotional core stability is essentially the magnetism within. Now, the whole of the planet, all, all of us humans, we're moving energetically through a push-pull system. So when we are out of emotional core stability, people are going to pull away from us. They might pull away from us a lot. They might just pull away from us in a very micro way. It's going to be very different depending on how much loss of core stability there's been. Now, if you have a strong emotional core stability and you really can't be shaken, people are going to be drawn to you. They feel safe with you. Ultimately, at a very primal level, we're all looking for safety. And so when someone doesn't, when they you know, when they get triggered or when they lose that that stability briefly, it it doesn't feel good to other people. Um, and of course, we we all get into into those places where we sometimes lose that core emotional core stability. But there's actually no need. We can really strengthen into that. And once we do, that is part of the equation of the magnetics, that those magnetics mean that you pull people into you. You pull the right people into you because you're holding a standard. You've got these internal values and boundary system that are not forceful. You're not telling anybody else what they are. They're just something deep within you, a, a yes or no to yourself. Now, within this, as you move into your core emotional stability, not getting triggered, or when you do get triggered, you're not firing that trigger back, which is called the Eden loop. Um, I think we've all felt that pain of a trigger when someone has said something hurtful or caused us pain, that we can't just let it go. We want to fire that trigger back and hurt them back, because in that brief moment, we get the relief. So if you look at a relationship where you have like someone uh, shouting at the other, it's that that moment of relief of tension. Um, and so that's often why that can feel good to people is just to rant and rave or shout for that. That's a release. Um, and you, you'll see it with parents and children as well. If the, the child is having a difficult time and having a tantrum or something, if the parent's nervous system isn't really strong, then it, it can hit or you have an oversensitivity to other people's emotions. 
then it can really hit hit that core and uh, trigger you, in which case you might in order to, obviously the, the trigger causes pain and you never want to see a child suffering. So in that pain, you might shout at them. And then that's when that release comes in that, that trigger, sending that trigger back. But we just end up in a, a Eden loop of the trigger ping pong. So as an adult, you know, we've, we're having to move into maturity. And as, for example, a t- child is tantruming or a partner is being difficult and being triggered, if the, you know, all these people are being triggering, can we just not fire that back? Can we hold it, allow it just to release, knowing that that trigger has been hit because it's accessing a pattern deep within the subconscious mind from a past experience. And as you can see, it's not going to really be about the other person or the other people. It's going to be that they've hit something and probably hit something quite painful. And it's going to be natural to want to fire it back to release that or to blame the other person or to judge them or have an opinion or project onto them anything so that you can just release that pain for a a few minutes. So the idea really here is to sit with it just allow that trigger to be there allow it to dissolve and only then speak to whoever you need to speak to you know whether it's a child or partner or friend then when you're you're back to your emotional core stability then speak to to them um so we we're coming from this radiance we move back into this this couple that I was giving as an example so she's really in her radiance super feminine very magnetic she looks like she really just commands in life exactly what she wants and so she gets to just be in her feminine energy relaxed knowing that she can she's just going to receive whatever it is she desires that's going to hold her in a core emotional stability. If she's not feeling radiant, if she's had to activate that uh, that alert masculine um, that's looking for, uh, you know, that's looking for the, I can't think of the word, that's looking for the, the thing that might go wrong. Why is this person doing this? Why are they saying that? Sort of that, I've got to protect myself type energy. Then, um that radiance is lost. And when that radiance is lost, we've now dropped into a low frequency. And that is when we can lose emotional core stability. Because once we drop that frequency, we're now in a position where we can connect back to childhood patterns, childhood wounds, all of this. And that's the point. These these parts of us can be uh, hit and triggered. Now, my belief... I know within the healing community, there's a lot to there's a lot around. Oh, get this healed and sort of get it healed forever. I don't believe that to be true. I believe that everything that has happened to us stays in the the field. It stays. It's held as a memory in the morphic field. And depending on our frequency, we might if the frequency drops, we potentially might go more into those. Um, connect back into the past of things that were hurtful to us you know i'm speaking at a more uh, subconscious level here but if we're in high frequency we're not really going to connect back into those those wounds or trauma um and so we can see that it's 
from my perspective, and you know, it's going to probably be different for each person, is that when we can hold a high frequency, we're ultimately protected from the trauma that we've experienced or the challenges or the difficulties in life. So we can see, say there's been a breakup in a relationship. If you go on to have like this amazing, fantastic life, you're really not going to be worried about the relationship and what was going on and who said what and what the other person was doing during the relationship that might have caused you pain. You're not just not going to be thinking about that. You're too busy enjoying life. And you really start to give the other person a lot of um, compassion and forgiveness. Now, if you split up and, you know, life's not going that well and it's not turning out how you want now you're going to be moving more into that low frequency you're going to have your observation on the other person and say they're having like this great life you're going to be more triggerable you might start to go well you know they they did this they did that in the relationship and start really connecting back into that past and of course, the past is always just these stories that change very dramatically. So we want to hold that radiance because that holds us in a high frequency. And then we're not connecting back into that past and all the challenges and trauma that you know all of us has faced at some point. Now we're in a really secure place. Our emotional, emotional core stability is super strong. And this now opens up our frequency into our purpose. Now we just know exactly what it is we want to do. And we start to take action in life that is really in alignment with that um, looking after ourselves. Now we don't have our focus on the partner or another person to provide that happiness or anchorage or security for us. Now we feel secure in ourselves and we're like, I want to create, I want to do this. And we're full of purpose. And it's that purpose, that, that purpose that just is so magnetic that takes us into our tractor field and our tractor field is how we attract everyone into our energy and where when we're in purpose and we're not you know focused on other people and we're just living our life and really enjoying our creativity and our ability to um really take care of ourselves not being in any cognitive dissonance because we're holding a really strong or high standard and we've got the the boundary system in place and just a reminder it's not this forceful you've got to get out of you know you it's not a forceful you've got to do this or do that to the other person it's just no this is my standard you can either come to my standard or to just drop away a little bit so within that now we're getting into the magnetics and now we're starting to see how magnetic we can truly get when we're holding that core emotional stability, which is coming from being super radiant, which is coming from having no cognitive dissonance. And I'd say that's my my goal for the next year is to really understand where I'm getting a little bit into that cognitive dissonance, a bit of mental stress, a bit of overanalyzing, a bit of thinking, why are they saying that? Why are they doing that? Or why aren't they saying that? Why aren't they doing that? And just coming out of it. And anytime there is that cognitive dissonance, just dropping away from whoever's frequency is providing that, um, whether it's just you know a proper just no to that person, 
or it's um, more of a softer, I just need some space or I need five minutes or whatever it is. Um, and just not having any of that cognitive dissonance, that's ultimately the highest standard you can have for yourself. Of, I'm just not going to allow anyone to cause that mental stress. Now, you can't tell anyone not to cause you the mental stress. Everyone's going to test. Everyone's going to push. Every, you know, people's got their own challenges and their own stuff going on. And of course, that's going to come and into your, your frequency, into your space. But you have the choice of not engaging into that mental stress, of not of not allowing the stories to come in and not allowing yourself to analyze, not, well, essentially just withdrawing your projection onto the world. Now, this is the magnetics because as you withdraw your projection, and of course, you can't withdraw all projection. We're human. We're just, we are just going to project onto other people. But if you can come into awareness, you'll often see that oh, I'm projecting onto this person. I'm giving them too much of my energy in terms of my thoughts. Uh, can I just withdraw this and put that energy into something creative or, um, you know, it can be creative in terms of your business or can be creative in terms of cooking or painting or, you know, whatever makes you feel alive and good and in purpose and creative, you move that energy back to yourself. And that's where the magnetics are coming and that's where you become highly attractive to to the world, whether it's in relationship, friendship, or business, or any of these things. You're now in this high feminine energy, and it feels nourishing. It feels good because you know for yourself, you'll always be able to just come back into your own boundary system and to dissolve any of those triggers that pop up and allow yourself just to feel radiant, glowy in your feminine energy. Now, if we talk about uh, weight for a little bit, if we're pushed too much into this, you know, this type of masculine I've been speaking about, where it's um, it's more uh, cautious, it's like overthinking, it's worried, it's trying to protect yourself type energy, um there can be weight gain happening so a lot of people are looking at weight gain a lot of women look at weight gain and they will look at nutrition or they'll look at their um hormones or, or you know there's a whole you know a whole whole industry on 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 that basically but no one really ever looks at the boundary system when you when your boundaries are really enforced and you're able to really be in your feminine energy you're going to notice that the the weight won't come on there won't be a need to overeat or there won't be a need to eat a more sort of oily greasy food or anything that sort of feels comforting and instead in your feminine energy when there's nothing to worry about you feel so safe in this world and you feel creative and radiant you're probably going to want lighter foods probably going to want the salads and um whatever it else feels really nutritious and alive and good for your body so i'd say if there's any weight gain that has gone on that's the first place to look is like where your boundaries a little bit weak in yourself and again, just a reminder that it's not 
not a boundary for someone else. It's not for you to say, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to treat me like this. You hold it within yourself. That then gets mirrored into the holographic universe and it's mirrored back to you and the others will just start to treat you as you treat yourself. So the next thing that we move into, we see that the we're moving really strongly into this feminine energy and you, you, you get the idea of how you start to really receive. You feel nourished, you feel glowing. This is the receiving energy and it's this it's also a maturity it's coming out of the child archetype it's coming out of this happy ever after energy it's coming out of the princess energy and it's coming more or it's going into um a strong feminine woman that has that really has moved into that place I had a question today in, in Instagram and my DMs about somebody who had was noticing with her family that they were kept treating her as a child, even though she's grown up. And this is such a normal thing that happens in families. And so then we're like, well, how can I set boundaries against the family? How can I tell them to treat me differently? And you can't. You can only look at yourself and go, oh, hang on. I'm probably still a little bit in that. A child archetype and so you will be treated accordingly because you're sending that archetypal energy out into the holographic universe it's coming back mirrored and people will react and treat you as the child so it's always your you're always within your power to shift things when you notice what sort of archetypal energy you're in training to I saw an interview with Gwyneth Paltrow recently and she had said that you know, she was around in her 40s and she'd noticed that she was still going to her mother to get approval or to, you know, to get her opinion on things. And she was still very much in that child mother archetype rather than actually I'm 40 and I should really step into full womanhood and be in that strong maturity that, you know, when you have that family partner that you then are you don't have to be in that that child energy and also in that that um, powerful feminine energy you aren't in that again childlike energy with your partner that they've got to save you that they've got to look after you instead you're much more of that equal so if we go back to that uh, Swedish couple you could sense they were very much on a, a equal plane yeah he was the protector he looked like the provider and she was there really taking care of his emotional needs taking care you know being his counsel being his rock being holding that high standard for him herself and the family so with that I think we can probably end there and that gives you something to really work with in terms of looking at, at how you want to be in your feminine energy to, I mean, the other important thing of this is that when, when that strong feminine receiving energy is not activated, then we can go into this energy that is very much, um, 
is too much in the giving energy, which then can cause illness. Now, with it, I'd been been at this uh, the Joe Dispenza retreat a while ago, years ago to be honest, and you go in for these healings, and there's about a thousand people in the room, and say there's going to be a hundred people that get healed. The they go into a separate room. The thousand people walk, do a meditate, walking meditation around the room. They just walk in the circle and they're really bringing up this frequency and vibration of the room. Then they form a group of eight people, um, all of these little groups, and then the people who are going to be healed come and step into one of these groups and lie down, and then the healing commences. Um, but what happens in this other room is that all the people are there to be healed for something or other. It can be anything. And Joe Dispenza says, every single person is in this room needing healing in, in terms of some form of something going on in their body because they don't know how to receive. So your ability to receive is fundamental to your health. It's so important. And so when we look at what is happening to the health of women, it's because they're overgiving. They are activated in that masculine energy where they have to be on high alert. Now the body is going to be in high alert and reacting to this and causing sickness in the body. So this is actually, this episode today is absolutely crucial for your health as well. And to... And I think if we, you know, really just spend time journaling, understanding where we might be uh, dropping a boundary, dropping a standard. Now we're going to one more thing here is that the energy or archetype we're looking for is the lover archetype. The lover archetype is incredible. The lover archetype is this, this archetype that sets the standard. This is the where you're not going to drop. You're not going to compromise this is your standard and you're not dropping it for anybody. Often we're going to drop the standard in terms of our survival or anything in order to do with, um, you know, living on this planet because of all, of course we need money. We need other people. We need all of this stuff to survive. And so what happens is people drop their standard in order to make sure that they get something in from the, the other person or from a job so this might be in the job realm that you would be in a job that you don't really like but it gives you the money and provides the security that's a dropping in standard if you just held the standard and said actually this is not what I want to do with my life and this this other thing is you'll find that you're able then to do it but you've got to come into that standard first and go actually this is my purpose this is what I want to do this is a life I want to live and once you just set that intention from a very uh, honest and place of integrity not just from the mind of what you would like then you'll find that, that does actually manifest that's you holding that lover archetypal energy and actually if you look at the how the the inner realm works that lover archetype is the feminine energy and when that drops and comes into a lower standard, the inner masculine doesn't find that attractive. And so the inner masculine is going to get a little bit lazy, procrastinate, feel unattracted to the, the inner feminine. And they're just not go going to want to manifest on behalf of that 
the feminine within. So that's your aspects of you when you have this sort of standard that you're like, oh, you know, this is not really what I want, but I'll just accept it. Now you, you're not in the strong manifesting energy of like, right, I'm getting this. Um, and so this also then presents itself on the external reality. If you are a woman that will just accept a lower standard, that's not appealing to a man. It's not, it's not attractive. He wants to be held to a high standard. He loves the challenge of um, providing for you at the highest standard. Everybody loves to be held at the highest standard because it feels good. And so is the feminine and lover in the lover archetype, you hold that standard and that is really attractive to other people. You bring other, everyone to your standard and you hold them there. And that's an incredible uh, gift to give to others rather than dropping your standard. No one likes that. It doesn't feel good. Um, and no one likes it if you're overgiving because they you naturally, if someone overgives, another person is going to take. It's just an energetic thing. And no one likes to feel that they're overtaking, uh, that they're taking too much. And so if you're giving too much, it's just the other person has to take it. It's being given. And they just don't like the feeling. So we need to bring that balance of that um, giving and receiving and ultimately come into that place of that that feminine energy where you're okay just to receive, that you don't have to give anything back. Um, this takes me into an example of my mother. Whenever we'd go out to dinner with friends, like to rent their house, um, they would make dinner and she would then insist on washing the dishes because uh, she always had to give back. Or if my grandparents wanted to give her some money, she would just refuse or she'd make a plan to like give it back. She'd never just receive. She'd never receive for no reason. She didn't want to be in debt to anybody. And so she'd always make a plan to give back to them. And so no one could ever really give to her. Um, and so in that very feminine energy, that's this final piece. Can you be okay with give, be receiving and really not giving anything back Um that you can can just be in that energy. So that's another thing to practice, just receive and don't give anything back, just receive and receive and be okay with that. Cause you know that, you know, in your heart that you're a good person, you're not taking advantage of anybody. But when there's this, I've got to give back, I've got to over give, now it's not attractive to other people. So allow the masculine especially to give as much as they want to you and you just receive it and that's it. You don't have to give anything back. You just have to hold your standard and that that is enough of a gift. So I think we will finish there. There's a lot to contemplate and, you know, sometimes good just to journal, write things down. Notice where you might be out of this um, too much in the masculine overthinking energy and come out of that. Don't let any of that cognitive dissonance come in. Be a, a real no to that and see how that really shifts, how you feel about your radiance and your glow and how you can just relax into being super feminine. And you probably uh, really start to, yeah, really just feel so nourished and safe and taken care of. Take care. Bye.